On today's episode, Missy and I are talking about the uniqueness of self. Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Welcome to another episode of On Finding Peace, and this is the podcast where Missy and I talk about practical life tips for helping you to find your inner peace and happiness on a daily basis in life. And in today's topic, we're going to be talking about the uniqueness of self and put that over to uh, society and talk about some positives on uh, what helps us to be different from the other people who are out there, I guess. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, how's it going, Missy? Pretty good, yeah. Um, uh, definitely experiencing the uniqueness of my own self and uh, the, the interactions I get to have with other people who are um, exactly like me and then nothing at all like me. So, it's definitely been, um, it's, it's been a fun couple of weeks since we talked last. Ah. So, how's... Uh, isolation working for you and are things kind of lifted or is it still i think everything's opened back up here um we're in florida you know we've got restaurants are only at like 25 capacity 25 percent capacity um uh, the like clothing stores finally just opened up this week not that i'm going shopping i know how to online shop so <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, people are kind of trying to get back to some sort of normalcy. Um, you know, <clears throat> I work for a company who uh, manufactures a disinfectant uh, product, so so that's been very busy for us. Um, yeah. You know, we're helping people everywhere to try and get back to normalcy. So it's it's been really great, actually. How about yourself? Yeah, um, here in Maryland, it's uh, loosened up a little bit but not by much. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we're still supposed to be, uh, we're, we're not told to like isolate at home now that it's the phrase is, is now safer at home. Yeah. Um, so they would prefer you to stay at home, but some things are loosening and, and beginning to open up, but we're not at the point of opening any uh, restaurants or, uh, you know, that, that type of, setting where you would have more than uh, 10 people. Yeah. Uh, so th there's still, you know, some rumblings now is, you know, the longer this goes, um, you know, it starts to bother people. And, you know, I, I think our um, psyche and our emotions are, uh, you know, changing, you know, and, and that's one thing that I've been seeing, you know, with my clients is, is that I, I think in some ways the anxiety level goes up now versus at the beginning yeah. um you know because it really is now an unknown you know and i think a lot of us were like well we have a mission you know so if we stay home for a little bit you know everything will be great and we'll go back to normal and you know what we're now seeing is well you know this is going on for a few months and um you know i, I think people are coming to a realization that whatever normal was is not what normal will be for 
quite some time. Well, I mean, and now we've had months to sit at home and think about it, you know, and, uh, you know, as part of what kind of helps us realize that, you know, everyone has their path. We all have our role in what we're doing and, you know, being able to focus on where, where we want to go and where, how we want to get there is going to be so much more helpful than, you know, what we're afraid of or what we have now to worry about. Um, you know, because it, it, it's, it's all about helping each other get there to, to be comfortable, to be able to get out and feel safer out in public again, where we're not like, I'm scared to look at you. I'm scared to talk to you. And my God, you're six feet within six feet of my space. You know what I mean? And, um, I mean, we, we probably did that before. Like, I don't know about you, but standing in line, sometimes if somebody was talking right here, it was like, Hey, yeah, you're a little close to me. So, I mean, we still did that before, but now it's, uh, you know, now there's the, the lingering effect of, well, what if there's something wrong with them? And it's almost like, right. prejudice. you know what I mean? It's, it's almost like a prejudice that we're putting against people, whether we know or don't know, we're having some, some sort of judgment against where they are and what they're going through. Right. Yeah, that, that whole closeness issue isn't so much anymore what my personal boundary or bubble is. And, you know, you're within that boundary. So I'm, you know, nervous. Now it's, well, if you're within that bubble, are you going to get me sick? Right. Um, you know, or, or if anybody, you know, does cough just because you got a tickle in your throat, you know, well, what does everybody around you now, you know, think? Um so yeah, I think you know, mentally that this is changing us, yeah. you know, and and um, but I I think we can help it too because you know I know here in Maryland if if we go outside or go into public, uh, we're supposed to have the mask on, so that becomes a very material reminder that things aren't normal. You know that that things are different, and you know I, I've even caught myself, you know, being you know just a, a little bit paranoid. I don't want to say a lot paranoid. I'm usually not paranoid, but now I start noticing if people are wearing a mask or not. Yeah. You know, and that becomes a judgment. You know, and and that's definitely what I don't want to do. And you know, typically when I see people, I, I don't put a judgment either way it's like oh there's another person um you know but now I, i'd be looking and saying oh that's a person without a mask so what's going on so wait you mean you're human no no, no. <laughs> yes exactly what i'm saying well, you know i mean and, hey I, I i like to think that sometimes i'm above those humanness <laughs> I mean, even, even a cough where I'm like, wow, gosh, where'd that come from? Oh gosh, I can't clear my throat. I can't, you know, whether it's phlegm or whatever, it's, it's like, oh no, do I have Corona? You know what I mean? And the thought comes, but it's like, okay, that, that's me being me. That's me recognizing, okay, my awareness just went there. Do I want it to stay? And, you know, um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see because really, I mean, like I'm going to, if I get a fever, yada, yada, that kind of stuff. I'll have more symptoms that'll go along with it just rather than just a cough. But at the same time, like, like how far down the rabbit hole do I dig when I have that thought? And right. um, being able to express yourself 
with those people that you're with or, or, you know, in your atmosphere is the best thing that you can do because it helps other people through whatever process that they're going through as well. You know, I couldn't come up with half of the things that, that I do if it weren't for the people that I interact with. And at the same time, it teaches me whenever I'm working with somebody because I'm like, oh, wow, you know, it's funny that I just gave that answer or gave that response or whatever they did just tagged me. It's all information that's showing up to teach us what needs to be healed and to help us learn to elevate ourselves. Exactly. And, and I, I think really the, the big point in, in what you're saying there is, you know, how far do we want to dwell on this and take this? You know, that, yes, we are human. We're going to have these thoughts. We're going to have some worries, some paranoias. Um, but yeah, how far do I want to play with that? How far do I want to take this? You know, I mean, am I going to take this to the point of, well, maybe I'm just going to live the rest of my life in isolation? You know, and, and should I be leaving my house at all? Um, you know, and I think that's one of the extremes where we can rationalize it now. You know, so, you know, prior to all of this, if a client were to say to me, well, you know, I, I stay in my house and I get everything delivered to me and I do all online shopping and then all that, I'd be wondering what, what's going on. You know, that they don't want to socialize where... Now, if you were to say that, you might have to sit back and go, huh, you know, you, you could do that and maybe it would be safer to do that. Right. Well, we have, you know, that's my rabbit hole effect. You know, it's like you're walking by and you see it and you notice it and it can just be not a thought the second minute, you know, a second later, if you just keep going, it's the digging and the investigation and the, you know, continuous entertaining of that thought that keeps you in fear and worry and, and trying to predict the future. And I don't know about you, but I'm not getting paid to be a psychic. You know? <laughs> so um, I don't like living that way and I'm not very good at it. And um, whenever I have worried, it's always brought me back to recognizing that I'm not very good at predicting what's going to happen in the future. And so the more that I stay in the moment and the more that I come back to I like to refer to those thoughts as like a wisp of smoke or, or, you know, like letting a helium balloon go. You watch it leave just like that. Like it disappears as soon as it came and, and then you can move on. But if you, if you hold it and squeeze it and love it, like, you know, like the little animal George that we used to watch on a cartoon or a little, then it's like, it's that fuzzy purple bunny that you can't get out of your head because somebody told you to stop thinking fuzzy purple bunny, you know? It doesn't make any sense to, to keep entertaining those kind of things. You, you know, I'm tempted when we edit this to throw in a, a purple little bunny that's going to hop across the, yeah. <laughs> so just so you know, that, that may happen, but, <laughs> but, no, but, but you're, you're right. You know, that that's something that, you know, I, I always try to get across to my clients, you know, that we, we can't, predict the future we don't know what the future holds and we can do our best at planning for what we would like the future to be but always keeping ourselves open to the possibility that our planning may end up being fruitless because the future may end up changing into something that we never even imagined that it would be well, which might be something greater here, here's the other thing 
this brings bring us back to the uniqueness of self is is that each person is on their path they're specifically where they're supposed to be some of us are real close to the finish line some of us are still in the middle you know i mean it doesn't matter really where you're at what it is is that when you allow yourself the ability to be who you are one you're helping all of expansion you're helping us all to elevate ourselves and Nobody's telling you what you're doing is wrong. Nobody is saying that it's good or bad or right or wrong. What we're saying is that if you let your awareness recognize where it's at, you can bring yourself to a happier place a little easier when you just gently bring yourself back to, you know, knowing that you can't predict the future or knowing that it's not going to hurt you to go put your toes in the grass. I mean, like, no, don't go lick toilet seats like some but at the same time, you know, you definitely want to make sure that what you're putting out there is, is what you want to bring back to you. Like, I don't want to put out fear because then I'm always going to have experiences that are going to cause me to be more fearful. If I put out joy and acceptance and surrender, then I'm going to have and be in the flow of life where I can just easily gravitate from one thing to the next. So a lot about uniqueness, I think, just comes into acceptance. Do I accept me for who I am at this present moment? You know, and, and maybe if there's something about me that I would like to do different, I could work on that. Sure. But to start with, accepting who I am, where I am, and living that out as I live my life. You know, I, I've always been taught that you're set up to win. 100% of the time, you are always set up to win. There's no failure because you learn how to not do something. That's not a failure. You just learned how to not do it. You know, like Edison, you know, a thousand ways to not make the light bulb. Yep. You know, you learn how to do things. And if you look at everything that happens as information, that will help kind of like going up the steps. It brings you one level up and the next level up. And that's how you're traveling through your life because you can't forget and go 10 levels down. You know what I mean? You just have to learn that lesson and then you get to the next step. And so the more you look at the information that's showing up, the easier that, that I feel like life is to travel through and navigate because then you're like, what is this teaching me? What do I need to learn? What needs to heal for me? And you're in the question of curiosity about what's going on rather than the judgment. Exactly. And it's that judging that, that I think causes us most of the anxiety. Yeah. Because once we start judging, then we start putting on expectations that may be unreasonable, and then we start using words like should, uh, you know, which never come out well. So, you know, typically what I, I try to tell people and try to do myself it, is to not use judgment type words like like you had said earlier you know about good and bad but to make it more of what is healthy and not healthy yeah. so i'm not going to judge my client to where they are what they're doing or anything like that but my main question to them is is what you're doing or thinking or feeling is that healthy for you right now right yeah which i think is a whole different thing than saying well you're you're not thinking right because who am I to say that you're not thinking right? You know, you, you may have a unique way of thinking that's going to get you to the same end point 
but it's not the way I think, but that doesn't matter. When they're in that space, sometimes they can't hear you. You know, like I've had many clients that, I mean, I've had clients, family, friends who I see so much beauty and light and, and amazingness in. And I've had people do that for me when I was uh, a little bit further back in, in where I'm at. You know, they're like, what is wrong with her? Why can't she see how powerful she is, how amazing she is, et cetera, et cetera. But I didn't see it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And once you start to allow, you start to realize that, wow, I am deserving of these things. You know, exactly where I'm at. I'm perfect, whole, and complete. And I'm not a body. I'm not these thoughts. I'm not what everybody else says I am. So it doesn't matter, you know, like not in a not caring way. And I know I say that a lot, but I do care what, how other people perceive me, but not to the point where I'm going to alter who I am to please them, you know, which right. in my past. And, you know, I've always had to, I've had this insane gift for giving other people my belief in them. And it took a lot to learn how to have your own belief in yourself to be confident and walk forward and be like, yeah, I just hyena laughed over there at that joke, but I don't care. I'm being me. And, you know, some people are going to like it and some people aren't going to like it, but that's okay because I enjoy who I'm being. Right. And and I think that is that whole piece of of that acceptance. Do, Do I accept who I am right now? But that also doesn't mean that it becomes that cap out, you know, that, well, you know, I am who I am, so just, that, you know, you need to accept this. If you notice, I'm saying it, it's ex- our acceptance of who we are and then moving forward to what we need to do. So I can't make somebody accept me or not accept me. And my goal shouldn't be to try to make somebody accept me or, or not accept me for who I am. Oh, yeah. Do I accept who I am? And how do I use that uniqueness to make me a better version of of who I am or a healthier version of of who I am? So um, a year ago or so, I went through a a, a transformational uh, leadership course. And Mm -hmm. um, they had a great point that, you know, when you're leading with spirit in in who you are in in your soul, then you're standing in the light. And of course, you do things because you're led to do those things. Now, ego, on the other hand, will have you doing things to to be right, to be in control, to look good, or to stay safe. So, I mean, like, and that kind of boils down to what's going on for us right now in this pandemic is, are we living from a spirit-led life? of, you know, doing things because uh, we want to help, we want to support, we want to love, we want to be joyful, and we want to finally get through this. And, or are we leading from an ego where I want to stay safe, I want to be right, I want to look good, or I want to be in control, you know, because those are the ways that I feel like in being that we're not going to, we're not going to, as a whole collective, the whole world, we're not going to be able to be at our greatest potential to solve this sooner, if that makes sense, if we're leading from that egoic side. Oh, definitely. And, and I'm hoping that one thing that comes from this whole experience, that people have a deeper understanding that we aren't in control of much. Huh. And, you know, really what it comes down to is 
we're in control of our own thoughts and actions, but that's about it. Yeah. But we like to pretend that we have all of this control. And that crashed with this. You know, we, we don't have control. You know, and the fact that we're living the way we're living shows we don't have control. Yeah. But to me, that's not a negative. We're, we're, again, looking at accepting what the reality is. So reality says, I can't control what's happening around me i can't control other people i can't control the government i can't control any of this stuff but what can i control and i can control me my thoughts my feelings my responses you know how am i going to cope with all of this that i can't control and how do i find those healthy ways to cope with what i can't control well, yeah, and I mean, and we're, and we're here to support each other through this, right? So, yep. so if we if we can, and, and we've already talked about that through, you know, connection through service and, and uh, experience, your, your experience, we've talked about it in our other podcast, but like, personally, our reactions rather than our response. So like, sometimes I feel like I know when I react, like I'm sometimes <laughs> I can react and and you're like whoa but when i stop and i think about it and i actually respond to a situation usually i'm responding from the heart rather than the head so my mm-hmm. reactions are usually thought based like or i'm already in a mood and i'm reacting to uh whatever happened based on that mood or, or based on the thought process i was stuck in but when i'm responding it's always from the heart you know and I encourage people to try to be more in your heart so we can, I mean, have compassion for what other people are going through because some people are really scared and some people are like, hey, life is normal. No big deal. We're just going to keep on going. And we need one with the other. You know, we need each other to recognize a lot of different things, how far we've come, how we can help others, how we can be supportive of, of what somebody else is going through. Well, it's really, you know, that to me is where the uniqueness comes out because we are social creatures. Now, for me, I'm very much an introvert. And there's a part of this whole time frame when I'm like, yeah, I've been waiting for this my whole life. (laughs) You know, know, I mean, you're telling me I have to stay at home and, and and I can't go out and socialize and I have to have things brought to me. Like, Okay. <laughs> I've been waiting for society to figure this out for my whole life. Right, exactly. But even as an introvert, and a pretty strong one, I still need that social uh, aspect to life. You know, so even though times when I might be forced into a social setting, which is going to make me a lot more uncomfortable, but I still wanted to have an option to choose a social event you know so the struggle that i have right now even though this is like kind of a joyous time for me it is still there are times within this isolation that i would still say you know it might be nice for me to head out to a restaurant or you know visit some friends or because I, i would have that choice to do that you know and and that's still lacking so i think you know us as social creatures part of the reason for that is survival that we combine our uniqueness 
with everyone else's uniqueness and that's what allows us to survive as you know a group yeah well like one of the things that i can say is that like i think that the most important thing is and i'm gonna risk sounding really really cheesy when i say it but like <laughs> you gotta let your light shine you know because it's it's really imperative for the rest of us to be able to to witness who you are as a person to help us get through. I mean, and really, you might not think that smile to the cash register at the grocery store, or you know, the the kind words that you give to your your uh, teller at the bank, or or whatever. It's just like I mean, I tell people I love them all the time, and I'm really, I mean, I'm very safe, you know. Uh, closed with my feelings a lot like unless you're my friend you don't know but when you open up and you let that light shine people see it and it affects like the butterfly effect is real i'm telling you i have i've yep. my own life and i would love to see it like just travel throughout the world because you have let your own light shine you know so yep. there's my cheesy uh service you can call it cheesy, but I totally agree with it, you know, so we can just say we're both being cheesy about it, but to me, it, it, it is real, though, you know, I mean, and we can call it the butterfly effect, I like to talk about domino effect, you know, either way, it's the same thing, that, you know, what we do in sharing our uniqueness with someone else is going to be positively changing that may change the next person, the next person, the next person. When and it's so hard to, to not, you know, I mean, we're human. Like uh, there are mm -hmm. things that happen sometimes that we all go like, oh my God, that's horrible. You know, and at the same time, I hate to say it, but there's a purpose behind everything that happens. There's a lesson and, and there's information in it. And, and the more we stay neutral over things, the better off mentally and you know peacefully we're going to end up being. Right. But that that triggers in us that response to share with others. Yeah. You know that that there's a part of us that when we hear bad news, we're we're going to like slouch into a corner somewhere and we want to isolate. But there's another part of us that at the same time wants to social. Yeah, we, we need that support from one another. It, exactly. You know, so again, during this time where it's, it's bizarre that, you know, we're living the way we're living, but how do we still be able to reach out? And, and as you're saying, you know, let the light shine, you know, how, how can we, in big or small ways, um, you know, be able to share with somebody else that, you know, we're still human through all of this. You know, whether we're wearing masks, whether we're physically distancing, whatever we're doing, we're still human. Yeah. And each other is still part, part of us, you know, and it makes our uniqueness. I, I think it's, it's really also part about sharing your passion. You know, um, you know, and that could be our listener challenge for the week. That, you know, um, so I'm a writer, you know, and, and like you, you were talking about um, your daughter beforehand. She wants to be in law and how great she is. 
it's like sharing the things that you're passionate about with everybody is showing your light is mm -hmm. it could be fishing that could be whatever it doesn't matter it's 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 about sharing your passion that shows your light and in doing that with one another you know just for no reason just for like it's like uh, some people are artists some people are singers some people are you know you we all have that kind of talent deep inside of us and some of us show it and some of us don't and so i would say that maybe that's a great encouragement for this week is to share your passion and you know show your light to the world i i like that i think that's an excellent listener challenge and uh it, it takes what we thought might be cheesy into a challenge and we want everyone to be cheesy let's <laughs> be cheesy with us hashtag cheesy <laughs> So, yeah, no, I think that that is the truth. I mean, it, it is our passions that guide us, you know, and, and Uh-oh, I think I lost you, Chris. Are you back? You're muted. You're muted. Okay, I'm back. Okay, all right, okay. I lost my internet for some reason. No, okay. <laughs> so I'm sorry, you were saying? Um, I'll edit this somehow, but so when we're looking at, you know, people who feel that they don't have any guidance in life or any way to go in life, I, I think that's because they're lacking uh, that sense of passion about something in life, or they don't know how to express their passion. Um, but if you have a passion, you, you have guidance in life and, and it is to follow whatever that passion may be. Absolutely. When I also think that, you know, um, it really, it affects others when they see the passion, when they, then when they see that light come from you, it's like, you know, something just as simple as, um, I was led to do something a week and a half ago, a thought popped into my mind to contact someone. And I kept going about my way, I didn't get the opportunity to do it. Well, a few days later, I post a picture of myself and sure enough, um, this individual reach out, reached out to me and contacted me and uh, now I'm working with that person. And it, it was just, it, it was an amazing turn of events because in letting my light shine, it reflected them to me. It, it actually showed them that we were supposed to connect and, and it was like the universe said, okay, well, it didn't happen this way, but we'll have it happen this way. So everything always happens in perfect timing. Well, you know, think about people who attract other people, you know, and, and it usually comes down to personality, but then if we want to break down, well, what part of the personality, and it's usually somebody who has a passion about something. So, that's where you can attract other people towards you and then have that ability in, in your own unique passion to help them 
to move forward within themselves and, and creating, you know, a better world for them. And then we go back to the butterflies and the dominoes and, uh, you know, in all of those effects. It's like, it's like, you know, being a radio tower and, and just admitting everything that you want from yourself and then watching it all come right back to you. You know, I've had so many, um, so many experiences with people lately who they've confided in me, their aloneness and their, their solitude. And, and of course, this is the situation doesn't seem to be helping. It's like, yep. oh, see, I knew I was right. I am alone. And in that, I'm like, you know, like, do you not see the beauty of what's happening right now? Like, this is spirit saying to you or universe or God or whatever, saying to you, like, you're not alone because you couldn't be having this conversation with somebody that's like me who channels energy, you know, and, and lets the love flow straight through them to show you how, how not alone that you are, how, how absolutely loved that you are. And it's just been, it's been incredible, you know, yep. I hope that everybody gets to experience that, but you have to remember first and foremost that being yourself, not comparing yourself to anybody else and what they have, but being who you are and, and going forward with that power because you are that that's your, your, your superpower is being yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we really lose that when we try to be something that we're not. You know, and, and that usually comes in on, on that notion that, you know, well, I'm not good enough, so therefore I have to be somebody else, you know, but if, if we are going to compare ourselves to other people, then we're definitely not going to be, um, you, you know, worthy of or be enough for, because we're not that other person. So th there's no way that I, I can measure up to that. Yeah. But there's no reason for me to measure up to somebody else. You know, so it, it's important for me to do what I can do, you know, or be inspired by what they're doing. You know, maybe there's somebody who has the resources that they're like, you know, feeding thousands of homeless and I can just do like 10 people I can help. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, you know, because maybe they can inspire me to help the 10 people that I can help. But I don't need to compare myself and say, yeah, but they're doing thousands and I'm just doing, you know, 10. Yeah, but you, that's got nothing to do with it. Do what you can do. I mean, those people started somewhere too. You know? Exactly. And that's when you're when you're not really in judgment um, outwards. Well, you are. I mean, you're saying they're good and they're those kind of things, but at the same time, you're inner judging. You're you're becoming a martyr of you know not being good enough and and not being worthy of, of doing those kind of things. But again, everybody starts somewhere. Yep. Well, and, and, you know, when we internalize that judgment, then that's also going to stop us. You know, so if I want to compare myself and say, well, I don't have the resources to feed the thousands that, you know, so-and-so is doing. Yeah. So, yeah. So what does that say to me is, well, I'm going to just sit on my couch and do nothing. Yeah. You know, when in reality, I do have resources to do something. So be inspired by what they're doing. I don't have to copy them. Yeah. But I can be inspired by that and then allow that to become a passion that gets me up and moving and doing what I can do so I can imitate that passion of theirs, but I don't have to do what they're doing. Yeah. I have to do me, basically. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know if you, I mean, uh, people out there listening, 
Like, have you ever sat and listened to somebody who's passionate about something and, and you have no clue what they're talking about? You know, um, I, I do this with my significant other. He, he loves cars. He's very passionate. That's his thing. He can talk about motors, he can talk about buildings, anything. And I could just listen to him for hours, even though I have no idea what he's saying. <laughs> just because I see the passion. I see the joy. I see that. It's amazing to me. And, you know, uh, I think that if you think about things like that and you recognize that in other people, you'll see it in yourself, too. Oh, definitely. And what that does for you, you know, so in that example, even though you may not understand it or that's not an interest of yours or, or whatever, but it's internally changing you. Yeah. And that's a great thing where we have choice, you know, and because you could sit there and, and think this is boring. This is dull. Why does he go on and on and on? Or as you say, you look at it from the other way, you know, that will look at this passion. And maybe I can let this passion inspire me to what I'm passionate about. And it doesn't have to be his passion, but to let that passion inspire me, or I can let that passion bring me down and go like, why do you keep going on and on about this? You know, I don't like it. Well, you know, and for me, uh, you know, being an empath and I can feel other people's emotions, like I thrive on, on that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, um, I kind of think of myself as a filter. Sometimes uh, it's great to feel the good stuff, but on other fronts, you know, when people are going through things that are, they appear as negative to them, it's like I get to filter out and the more I resist what's going on with them, then the more it sticks to me, you know, mm. but the more I just allow it to happen, they feel better. I feel better because I didn't let it go. And I was a good friend and listened and did what I do best. And, um, and then I can just walk away knowing everything's good. I know that that was a little off from the subject, but, but it, it's me being me. And, mm -hmm. and when I resist that part of myself, you know, it, it actually keeps me small. It, it dims my light, you know, and yep. I think that's tying it all together. Yeah, that definitely. And it, it even comes into the idea of perfection. You know, when people talk to me about, you know, wanting to be perfect, you know, and, and perfection seems to stop us from doing anything because, you know, if I can't do it perfectly, I'm not going to do it at all. But my take on the perfection is, are you being true to yourself? Are you being the best version of yourself that you can be? And if you are, that is your perfection yeah. because you're not trying to be anything that you're not. When you're focused on just being you and being the best at being you, that's perfection. That is. I mean, and, and, you know, uh, the thing I've always heard was uh, strive for excellence, not, not strive for perfection, but strive for excellence. And mm -hmm. you always get there. You know, you're, you're always looking to be the best that you can be. And being yourself is that. Yeah. You know, don't try to be anybody else because then you're not going to be perfect because you can't be them. Yeah. You are unique to you and they're unique to them. So, of course, you're not going to be perfect if you try to be somebody else. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that was a really good talk today, I think, anyway. Yeah. The, the, this is good. And, you know, hopefully we got some uh, really good responses for our listener challenge and sharing your passions and you know, let, letting us know what 
what it is that you're passionate about and, and how you share that with others. Yeah, I mean, and that's it. Like, uh, we want to see the light up around the world. We want to see everybody bringing their light and, and watching the butterfly effect of, of um, how amazing that this world will be, focusing on being ourselves. Exactly. Sounds awesome. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Yep. Appreciate uh, all of our audience and uh, spread the word about this podcast. And um, if you have any ideas for any topics coming up, just uh, let either of us know and uh, we'll see what we can do for you. All right. Thank so, you. Yep. Thanks, Missy. And everybody have a mindful day.